Welcome to Season 7 of Retrain Your Brain with me, Chartered Psychologist Dr. Audrey Tang. It's the show where being mentally healthy is not simply about just being able to cope, but also being able to thrive. And I'm going to give you the tools to get there. Let's talk about a psychological roadmap out of lockdown for anybody suffering from social anxiety, which is, according to mentalhealthy.co.uk, around 10% of the UK population. Social anxiety is a debilitating feeling of fear within or in anticipation of social situations. This can be triggered by traumatic experiences, agoraphobia, a dislike of crowds, among other catalysts. And it's commonly treated by easing into a process of desensitization. For example, visualize the social situation, spend a short time around it, spend a short time within it and build up to feeling comfortable. As well as that, clients are taught to emotionally regulate, for example, manage breathing or channel fear into physical movement. Unfortunately, of course, lockdown may have prevented any form of practice for those already suffering. And unfortunately, things like fear-based adverts, as well as traumatic experiences, which many have been through, can create a sense of fear in others. In my own experience, the question of how can I manage panic when I'm going out has come up in every stress management workshop I've run since June 2020. So do you have mixed feelings about coming out of lockdown? Well, many people do. It's nice to be socialising again, getting busy, having weekends and evenings booked up. And yes, we do want some sense of normality, but there is a common sense of trepidation and a little bit of wanting to hold on to some of the things that changed in lockdown. There's also a little bit of anxiety about mixing again and coming out of our safe little bubbles. An alternative reason for the fear is that it could be a code name for reluctance. For a number of people, going into lockdown enabled us to find some time to reassess our priorities. And in doing so, some, including myself, began to realise we didn't really want to do all the things we were doing pre-lockdown. And lockdown was a nice excuse to not do them. Sorry, we can't. We're tier four. For example, this Christmas, when I didn't have to go anywhere and wasn't worried about looking bad because I didn't want to go anywhere, it was one of the most peaceful times of my life. And for some, including myself, it's important to come clean and own the fact that actually we do enjoy solitude and that it's important to our well-being. We love to see friends and family, but perhaps less often than we did before. And this doesn't mean we love them or this doesn't mean I love you any less, but I just want to make sure that the times we do meet are great for all of us. Unfortunately, another trigger to social anxiety is that people will have lost loved ones. And if this happened at the start of the pandemic, for example, this could leave you with an association of, I left the house one day and then my parent was taken into hospital and never came out. That's a heartbreaking position to be in. And it is certainly possible that the grief and pain could be transferred into a fear of going out. What if the same thing happens again? For others, perhaps it may not be fear, but exhaustion. Whilst people have been unkindly commenting on work shy teachers, and I'm not saying there aren't some, there are excellent professionals and lazy ones in every field. 
but my own experience as a lecturer and ex-school teacher with a number of school teaching friends. I know teachers have been jumping through every single hoop to keep schools running with online sessions, in situ classes, marking, assessing, parents' evenings, as well as containing the anxieties of colleagues, parents and pupils themselves. Sometimes people are just too tired to want to think about a new normal when they're barely normal from the last change. So what can we do? Well, if you've already got into a routine, then try to fit it around the working day or at least the working day when you go back. Working from home, I planned my fitness routine around a day where I would normally have a commute. So I like to run in the morning, but rather than do it at 8 a.m. because I'm not having to drive two hours to work, I still do it at 6 a.m. even when I'm working from home so that when I'm back in the car, it's easy to fit in. If you've been using the pandemic as a reason not to see people and are worried about having to make up excuses, consider being honest with those people and explain that you recharge best on your own. While you'd love to see them, perhaps you'd like to do it on a less regular basis or at a shorter time, maybe set time constraints and maybe find ways of still seeing each other whilst not always doing it in person. We've all got used to the online platforms. Why not incorporate them into your new normal? Have a family Zoom or WhatsApp rather than a full gathering and then ask if you could just drop in via Alexa instead of go round. It is OK to say no and your friends will understand. Now is also a great time to reassess your values and what you do want. And that way, you know what to make time for. And you're quite able to say, sorry, that's my gym session or sorry, that's my date night. So try this exercise. Draw a wheel and divide it into eight segments. Think of all the things you're doing now which you love and write them into the segments of the wheel. If you need to, create additional segments for anything extra. Then make a note of where you are on a scale of one to 10, with one being in the middle and 10 being outside, in each segment. Look at how much you're engaging with that particular thing. You might have exercise written down and maybe you're doing that really regularly. So it's currently taking up a space of eight, nine or 10. But then what I want you to do is to think about the other things that you're doing and almost overlap them. Put them on top of the segments that you wanted to, to keep, the segments that you wanted to see as your ideal you right now. Perhaps work has been eating into your exercise time. So now that's become a 10 and your exercise is slipping down to a three or four. When you notice what is encroaching and where it's encroaching on, you're more able to do something about it. Writing out what you want allows you to keep focused on what's important to you. And that visual representation of where your time is going may be enough to nudge you into doing something about making those switches before the new normal becomes the old overwhelmed. Try a bit of spring cleaning. See if you can get energised by looking at all the things in your wardrobe and what you want to wear. Maybe try some of them on again. Take a short walk around the block and think about how great you feel. People are even dressing up to have their vaccines right now. Some people, like Amy Schumer, said it's because it's a mark of respect wanting to dress up for the people who've been working so hard during the pandemic. Others just simply feel great because they've put on their best outfit and they're going out.
If you are experiencing feelings of panic, for example, when you're thinking about going out, try the following. Try running on the spot very, very fast, because that way the feelings of fear can change and transfer to feelings of physical exertion. This can actually help the body calm a little bit more because it thinks it's in recovery after exercise rather than trying to calm down because of being psychologically anxious. Regular breathing exercises, for example, every morning just before getting up, breathing in through the nose, out through the mouth, that can also be a useful way of stopping feelings of panic before they even start. And visualisation. This may work for preventing panic attacks. For example, visualise going out of the house to whatever that thing is. Visualise the route there and back. Visualise yourself leaving the house happy and positive. Going down the route, again, happy and positive. What sights will you see, the sounds, the smells? Enhance that imagery. And also visualise yourself returning home and everything being okay. One of the most important things to remember, though, is what we need and what we want and what we hope for may not be the same as everybody else. So respect yourself and your space, but also that of others, too. And that's all we have time for today. But you can continue your wellness journey with my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang, Tools to Thrive, or with my books and articles on my website, www.draudreyt.com. Or tune in to NLive Radio 106.9 FM on Tuesday nights at 9pm for the Wellbeing Lounge.